previously on the Crenshaw Corner. Sanchez could have cooked at home because that's what he does. He cooks really well. We Notice how she said, I could have done it, fam. You're not <laughs> going to touch on that, though. He could have cooked at home, right? So we didn't want to do that either. So I was like, baby. Now, when I brought this to his attention, he was devastated because Sanchez is an overachiever in every walk of his life. I'm not an overachiever. Yes, he's an overachiever in okay. every walk in, of his life. That's so, what you want to say about me. Right. So therefore... Always have to tone him down on every situation, y'all. I got to tone him down. Baby, tone down. Tone down. I love you, and I just want to express I my love, love you to too. you. I love you, too. I love you, too. So what happened this time, I said to him, baby, we only can spend $23. Yeah, $23 is what she said. 23 years $23. First of all, he thought it was a joke. He was like, what? $23? My wife said, we can spend a dollar a year. That's what my wife said. <laughs> That's what our marriage is. A dollar a year, y'all. A dollar y'all. a year. A dollar a year. Well, for a dollar a year, you can feed a family. You can feed, <laughs> you can feed the Crenshaws. So, and I said, and you have to show the receipts, because I... family I didn't see you there and welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner I am your host Sanchez Crenshaw and as always I am joined by the absolute best part of my day who me the apple of my eye the apple the wind beneath my wings the rib that completes me completed he's completed y'all the lady J to my flint I don't know these people real American heroes who? They fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe? G.I. Joe. It's G.I. Joe. Oh, oh, I thought I had to say something else. Like I thought, no, it's just, I thought you were looking for like, you know, like episode 75. No, no. <laughs> it's literally G.I. Joe. Okay, who these people? Flint and Lady J. Mm-hmm. So Flint was, for those who truly watched and followed G.I. Joe. Okay. So there was a kind of a figurehead leader mm-hmm. of G.I. Joe's, which was Duke. Right. He was the all-American guy, the blonde, blue-eyed. No Midwestern guy, Captain America, Captain, kind of the Captain America <laughs> type person. Uh huh. But then that was the unofficial real leader mm-hmm. of GI Joe, mm-hmm. which was Flint. Flint was he was the the rough, gruff, uh, no nonsense, mm-hmm. level headed. He was the real leader. He the was like the field leader, yeah. And then his girl was Lady J, who would stab you with a javelin. She's nice. She is. She is. She's nice. I like she her. was. She was. Um, I don't even know who she is, but I feel good about her. Nah, I'm wrong in this, but she was. She get. I don't think she was from Brooklyn, but she gives you that Brooklyn vibe. She was my sister. Yeah, like she was strong. Yeah. Didn't care what she said. Uh, would hurt you if she needed to. Lady J. Lady Angela. There you go. No, no, I'm. I'm no, I do care what I say now. I've uh, grown. I've, well, I've grown. Not really. I've grown. No, I've grown. Baby. No, you have grown. I have grown. That you have. And I do care what I say now. No, but okay. No. You may care what you say to other people, <laughs> but you don't really care what you say out your mouth to me. But I do, though. Do, do you really? But I do. do you? I love you so much. Uh, is that why you call me a jerk every chance you get? Nope. That's not why. Oh, okay. Nope. I'm loving you today. <laughs> I love you so much. You going to tell the people your official Oh, your sorry. Name? What's going on, guys? What is going on, guys? I am Angela. Mm-hmm. Angela. Angela. Crenshaw, guys. What that's is going wife, on, family? family? What family, is wife. going on? How y'all doing? So, family, we welcome you. What's up? For our first-time listeners. Man, listen. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. Hi, guys. For our returning listeners. Yes. You already know how we feel. Yes. We are so thankful that you're here. What happened? Uh-uh, what happened? Crenshaw. What about it? We are why? What happened? What's the matter? As you were talking, I just realized that. What happened? So we f- celebrated Valentine's Day. We did. We celebrated our anniversary. We did. But we did not celebrate what? Our podcast anniversary. Holy heck. We didn't. Is it three years? Was it's it two years? established and this is three. This is three years. Hold on. Is it three? Wait. Or is it two? Wait, wait, y'all. No. We that we our first podcast released 2001. We gotta check, y'all. This is horrible. We should. I. I definitely this, should know this. This is super horrible. I, as I you were talking, I was like, "Wait a minute, 
because our anniversary is also our podcast anniversary yeah. as well. For oh my goodness, Sanchez! I guess because we've been just doing it, doing it, doing it, we and love been, doing it. Yeah, we just been doing that it, and releasing. doing it, and doing it, and doing. Okay, no, we don't no. own the rights. To no, that. we don't I'm, own the rights to that. I'm not getting sued no. by Mr. Smith. So mm-hmm. you gonna sorry, cut that Mr. Out. Smith? Sorry, Mr. Smith. No, babe. No, hold on, I'm gonna tell you. Holy world! How did we forget that? That's because we got life. Life be life. Life be life, and but. Listen, life be life. I have a girlfriend, and I said, Life be life. And, and she sent me a message the other day. She said, Life be life, and, but God be God. And I said, Come on now. There you go. I like that. Come on, sis. I like that. So, come on. So, family, so wow. we thank you. We thank you for listening. However, you're listening. However, you found us. <laughs> whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify. <laughs> Whether it's uh, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, come on now, Mr. Uh, Crenshaw. Whether it's Google Podcasts, come on now, or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We thank you so much for listening. Yes. Um, also, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast because we are, which means we can be found on the socials. Mm, mm, we're mm. on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, all under the Crenshaw Corner. Yes. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcorner@gmail.com. Now, for our family members who's been rocking with us this long, I feel like y'all in the background going, do we need to tell y'all when y'all start this podcast? Do three we years. need to? T- it's three years. It's been three years. Guys, it is three, three years. years. Is yeah. We've been, We've doing, been this doing this for three, for years. three years. We have been on this microphone for three, three years. Our, our first wow. episode. We released our first episode on February 7th, Ooh. 2020. My and I thought it was three yeah, years because three I knew years. it was during the pandemic, so we didn't kill each other. Yeah. So, oh my God, yeah, guys, think, we've been listen, happy anniversary, baby. And we've happy anniversary, baby, and we've had family members, faithful family members, yes. through this three-year journey. Thank you, guys, so but yeah, much. But when you think about it for just a moment, oh that's crazy. We've been doing this for three years. How do we find this much to talk about? Um, <laughs> let's just say use a talker. As a talker, use a talker. As you a talk. enjoy talking. I, I do, and I do, and I do, and I do, and I and I think too because we have so many people throwing questions at us, questions at us as if we're therapists. We're not therapists. I just play one on the radio. We just giving a perspective. Yeah, this is just listen. Um, the purpose of this podcast is about perspective. Um, yes, we are not perfect. No, um, but we have experience some things in life yes um, we have been on some journeys mm-hmm. um, individually and yes. corporately yes that's led us to where we are yes and the beautiful part about going through something yeah um, it's learning from it yeah we don't lose we learn yeah so everything you do um, the beautiful thing is that no matter and once again that was a change of perspective for me just talking from personally for me mm. um, is that the more you learn that as you go through a struggle, as mm-hmm. you go through a challenge, as you go through just something in life that was not planned, mm-hmm. and the more you learn from it, mm-hmm. the better equipped you are to handle the next thing that comes your that way. comes your way. Yeah, so, doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. That, oh no! But there's a you you have your footing yeah. in a space that says we can do this again. We can get through this. Yeah. We can get through this. It's not going to be easy. Um, not again. We're saying we're not saying that it's hard, but you do have some foundation and some yeah. footing. And we have great people and great friends have come great to circles. us and talked to us about yeah. different stuff that we've made our topic. Um, like last week. Um, last last Wednesday when we talked about the fact and matter about for the children and and staying together for stay, the kids. If yeah, you for guys, the sake of the kids. if you have not listened to that, please do listen Go back to that. Listen to it. Go back and listen to it too because that was powerful. Yeah, episode right? entitled "For the Sake of the Kids." Yeah, for the sake of the kids. And after oh, after it was over, I asked a few people um, about it, and they had um, flowery verbiage. You know, I said, "What do you think about stand?" The verbiage was the flowery. Was it flowery? It was flowery. There was a lot of H's in there and stuff. And so, um, the and a lot of devil is a liar. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So, just go back and listen. And again, just remind yourself that this is coming from the children's perspective, not the yeah. parents' perspective of what they feel. So, um, we just love you guys. Thank you so much. I cannot believe that we totally let that pass us by. Yeah. And if, you know what? And if we, if we're having an honest conversation, mm-hmm. um, like Don't most, we always have on conversation? Well, you know, you know, some, I, I'll be watching you sometimes. Watching <laughs> oh, it's me, it's me. Saying, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. It's me, it's me, it's me. I think, like some, like a lot of people in life, mm-hmm. 
certain situations you're in, you take for granted sometimes. Mm. And I think we took it for granted. I think we took um, the fact that not only have we been doing this for three years, yeah. not only has God blessed us with content yeah. for three years mm-hmm. and fresh perspective for three years, yeah. but also we've been blessed with consistent listeners yeah. for three years. Yeah. We have consistent family members who've been on this. And th- when we say family members for the first timers or someone mm-hmm. who's not truly familiar with what we do and who we are, Anyone that listens to the Crenshaw Corner, mm-hmm. we consider family. Yeah. So if whether this is your second time listening or you've listened to all 200 some odd episodes, mm-hmm. we consider you family. Yeah. So whenever we say family, we're not just talking about blood biological. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the people in our circle and people who have invested in this idea of the Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. So and I think we took for granted that for three years we've had consistent listeners to the point if we don't release an episode, we get emails, we we get DMs, right. we get phone calls. Like, like hey, where are you? What's where your are you problem? Guys? What's going on? Is everything okay? Right, exactly. So, and I think we took that for granted. It was like where, you know, the statistically most podcasts, I think it's, I think it was 10 episodes. Like they don't mm-hmm. really get past 10 episodes. Yeah. You know, and the fact that we've been 200 some, 200 some odd episodes strong, right. Three years going into our fourth year doing this. Wow. It's like, nah, it's amazing. Yeah. And we're not into the numbers game. So we're really not into, sometimes we'll put it out of who's listening, where they're listening from and what they're doing. But other than that, we're not into the numbers game. We just really want to just give good content and have real conversations from our perspective and what we see and what our friends see and family members and people that, that listen to us, they have a thought and they'd be like, Hey, Guys, what do you think about this? And we're like, okay, we'll we'll try it, like this one today. Like, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll we'll try Which it. I honestly have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about, but um, and also we want to open up dialogue. Yeah, not only just between us and and family, but within your guys' family, yeah, within your circles. You know, open up dialogue mm-hmm. and and open up those hard. We always talk about those hard, uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. You know, and it's not the conversation, not to be mean, not to be malicious, mm-hmm. um, not to be revengeful, but just to open up those dialogue and have the conversations that a lot of people don't like having. Yeah. Like early, early relationship, having the conversation mm-hmm. of, do you want kids? Do you not want kids? If you want kids, what is your parenting style? Mm-hmm. Do you have a parenting style? Do you style? have a parenting style? Mm-hmm. What is your viewpoint on discipline? Do you believe in spanking your child or do you believe in time out? Do you believe in negotiating with the child mm-hmm. or do you believe that your word is law and nothing else matters? And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you feel about money? What is your relationship with money? Yeah. What is your relationship with your parents? My goodness. You know, and those are the conversations. We like having the cute conversations. You know, what is your favorite color? What do you mm-hmm. like to eat? Yeah. You know, what do you, where do you like to vacation? We like having those surface conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't like having those real uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. What is your credit score? Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you think about credit? How are you handling your money, player? Do you pay your bills? On time. You know, and this is a conversation that goes both ways. Yeah. This is not just a conversation for a woman to have with a man, mm-hmm. but this is a conversation for a man to have with a woman as well. Exactly. You know, do you believe in paying your bills on time? Mm-hmm. Do you even believe in paying bills? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about credit cards? Do yeah. you believe in credit card debt? Yeah. You know, and these are the conversations that most people don't have. have. And then they're 10, 15 years into a relationship mm-hmm. and they're wondering, Hey, what's going on? Why is, you know, why are things not working out properly? Yeah. It's because some basic conversations we didn't have in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's the purpose of the Crenshaw corner Yeah, is to you know, have those conversations, open up dialogue, open up different thought processes, take it from there. Yeah. The gist of it is guys, welcome to the family meeting. Yeah. Basically, it's a family meeting. It's a family meeting. It's, every time you catch us on, we having a family meeting. We having a family meeting. And we needed to discuss some stuff, family, to make sure that we're on track and to make sure that the Crenshaw's are on track. That's why I love the family members because when we're out of order, they, they they call us to the carpet. Like let's let's talk about this. They like, love us enough to reel us back in. The reel us back in. So I'm super excited. So oh my gosh, happy anniversary again, happy babe. Happy three years, baby. Again, thank you for our new listeners. Thank you for the ones that have stuck by us. Either way, we love you guys so so very much, and we appreciate you. We do not take it for granted that you could be doing something else, but you decided to kick it with us. Kick it is so old school. Yeah, you you kind of age, you kind of dated yourself. Well, I'm cute, on that cute. One. I'm cute no matter the age. I'm cute, cute no matter the age group. No matter the age group. But here's the thing: it's the new year. It is a new year. 
And so people are exercising and working out and, and people are eating right. At least for another week. Going to work on time. At and, least for another you week. You know, changing their perspective, reading just a little bit more and all that stuff, <laughs> all right? That stuff. So my circle of, of wonderful people, women that I'm around, um, had some discussions and I had this thought. So I brought it to them. Okay. And then from them, I brought it to their spouses and from their spouses I guess it was a so on kind of okay. thing but one of the things that I realized for the new year and I keep hearing over and over again whether it be on social media um, well wherever whenever couples are talking in any meeting setting it seems like the thing is that sex and finance is, are the two hardest topics to talk about like oh, okay. they're topics that do not get deeply discussed talking about about them real hard conversations real hard conversations right Right. and the thing was i was trying to figure out from them why is it such a hard topic why is it so not don't want to discuss it right Right. and i got so yeah i got so much feedback um from that but i was like just why why is that especially if you're in the 50 50 club right if if you're over 50 oh okay you know, if you're over 50, even if you're in your 40s going towards your 50s, right. let's just say 40 going on, it becomes an even tougher conversation because lifestyle has changed. You, Your children may have gotten older. You may have seasoned parents. Your libido may have changed. Your right. hormones have changed. Um, your, your, your work schedule has changed. Your structure, everything has changed when you start going up there and it makes it difficult for couples to really talk about it and so when you hear that the t- and, and again you guys can go look it up i didn't make this up guys you can you know y'all like google um um as tiktok said go ahead to keith lee um internet please and check that it keith out lee's that's what they call it now keith lee's keith lee's internet that's what they call it on tiktok i love keith lee but anyway so what's your thoughts on that do you believe that those are the two hardest topics to talk about for a couple well, considering that finances is one of the top reasons why marriages don't work out, mm-hmm. I do believe that sex and finances are two of the most difficult conversations to mm-hmm. have with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because a okay, once again, speaking from my perspective, mm-hmm. I think let's talk. Let's start on sex for a moment. Okay, I think that hard that particular conversation is hard. A because a lot of the times we don't want to have it because we don't want to come off and sound selfish. Mm. Um, and then also we don't, we don't want to come off sound weird mm-hmm. because if we, if we have an honest conversation, sometimes, sometimes it's not the lack of sex. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the variety of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes, I mean, most couples, they're only doing one or two positions. Mm-hmm. If we're having an honest conversation, they're only <laughs> that one or two positions, and it's and it's the same one or two positions, and it's like clockwork. And the you one can, one you were doing, you were eighteen years old. Yeah, and you can you can map it out. You know, <laughs> we'll start here. After a few minutes, she'll adjust here. <laughs> after a few minutes, I'll adjust here, and then we're there, and then, and then we're, we're there. there. Okay, got it. Okay. And I think sometimes we want to have those conversations mm-hmm. of. I want to try something new. Mm -hmm. I want to try something different. I want to try this. But then you become scared with the other person. Okay, well, how do you know this? And Mm -hmm. where did you see this? And Mm -hmm. who are you doing this with? And and then it opens up a whole different dynamic. Like you learned this from somebody new, so now you're trying to bring it to this Yeah, like Uh you learn, you know, like what what have you been watching? Mm -hmm. What have you been doing? Or who you been talking to? Mm -hmm. Or who you been with? Mm -hmm. And then it takes it to this whole different (laughs) dynamic when it's, Nah, babe. I just, I just wanted to be creative. It was on your bucket list. Yeah, it, it was. was it was on my bucket, bucket list. list. So you and finally I, decided to yeah. ask about it. And then, and then so, and then it becomes at that point it becomes an uncomfortable conversation yeah. because at that point now it's adversarial. Okay. And now, now you're uncomfortable. They're mad. It's like the hell with it. I wish I never would have brought it up. Yeah. And then these two positions are great. Yeah, we'll just even... stick with these one or two positions, <laughs> and we'll just move on with our life. Listen, I get it. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some of the perspective from the answers that I received, okay. right? And since we're staying on sex, and one of the things that someone said, which was so good, I was like, "Come on!" I Talk wish I could me. say his name, but I'm I'm gonna leave nah, it we there. Calling nobody out we ain't calling nobody out. But we didn't get permission. He for said that. it's kind of hard to do that because if the sex, if the intimacy is not good between you, who fault is it? And do you want to have that? Con- because then you're gonna play the pl- uh, now you're gonna play the ba- the, blame the blame game. game. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I said, come on, you done did. I put a star next to that because that is true. If it's not good between you guys, who fault? Because you know, as 
humans, we want to blame somebody because it, it can't our be our fault. It can't be our fault, right? So we want to blame somebody for our shortcomings, right? So who? But again, who? Like, and I think he's that person said that's the reason why. Don't want to have that conversation because if 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 she say, "Hey, babe," if I come to you and I'm like, "Babe, you know what? Yeah, this ain't this romantic area ain't working for me." Yeah, right. Immediately, you're gonna take that personal. You're gonna take it personal. You're gonna take that so personal. So, as if I said, "Babe, it's your fault right. that that we're that we're not doing well in that area." So that's another thing you got to be able to say. I believe that we're not doing good in this area. It got to be a whole bunch. Of, you got to be so French. When you talk about no seriously, it's got to be a wee 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 wee, right? Because because at that point the other person takes it personal, and now they be like, so what do you mean? So you so again going back to what you said, so um so you've been liking it now, you don't like it now, yeah? Okay, so now what? So since when? So what changed? What changed? So who you liking now? What what you what you done? You know all these things, but again I was like, who fault? I was like, wow. I can see that, and then wow to piggyback off that as well. You never want to. You never want to purposely hurt your exactly. spouse's feelings. Mm-hmm. And so, if it if you feel like it's going to be a situation where the conversation may end up hurting their feelings, mm-hmm. then typically we're not going to venture down that conversation because, regardless of what's going on, most married couples mm-hmm. don't intentionally right want to hurt one another. Right. Exactly. It happens because we're humans. Yeah. We're flawed. We're broken. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just what it is. It's just what it is. We, we attack when we shouldn't sometimes. Right. We're defensive when we shouldn't be sometimes. Right. So things happen. Right. But I don't think on a day-to-day basis. You just wake up there. Just wake up. You know, today I'm just going to hurt her feelings today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something that's just going to, yeah. let me figure out what I can say or do. And, it, just, and of course we know there's sometimes where there's some people who are, but yeah. that's not who we talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's not who we talking okay? about. Thank y'all. That's why I said for most. For most. Also too, um, when you do that, like, <sighs> But you have to find a way. So you do your whole marriage being unsatisfied. You know what I'm no. saying? So yeah. how, so you have to find that, like I said about that we part, that middle ground, because my whole life, I just want to be sexually unsatisfied. Who wants, who, who living yeah. like that? But here's the thing with that though, as well, mm-hmm. you, to be able to have those conversations, mm-hmm. you have to have already either have done it or working towards it mm-hmm. setting a foundation of communication of, of communication mm-hmm. and a safe place yeah you have to be able to it can't be a situation where right. you've never created a safe place right for you and your spouse to have hard conversations yeah. or difficult conversations yeah and then this be the one that you come out with <laughs> this at all you, yeah now this oh, oh you want to come out with oh you coming out hardcore you coming out this, with this one this this right and so for analogy so you want to build a fire mm-hmm. so you don't start with matches mm-hmm. you just go straight to the blowtorch <laughs> just blow the whole thing up yeah so you got to start you got to start with the matches first yeah so you have to have already or mm-hmm. are working towards, towards yeah having that understanding mm-hmm. that we're building a safe place together yeah and that goes back to like you said being french that we that we that we're building a safe place together, together. that we both can come and have these mm-hmm. hard conversations. Real hard conversations. So, and, and and for whatever reason, and here's the thing, the length of your marriage doesn't determine come on now. whether or not you have built that. It does not. Because there are some couples, they've been together for less than a year. Mm-hmm. And they got that thing. They understood they the that, assignment from they, the beginning. From They started early in the game before they even got married. They understood the assignment. They understood the assignment mm-hmm. and they created that place. Yeah. And then there's some couples they've mm-hmm. been together for 14 mm-hmm. decades, uh, 14 decades. Mm-hmm. And but their communication, they love each other. Mm-hmm. They're working together. Yeah. But their communicational communication foundation mm-hmm. was never really set properly. Right. So your age and how long you've been married doesn't hey, matter when it comes to exactly. that. Exactly. Are you working towards and have you built it? So I think that particular conversation becomes mm-hmm. easier. Mm hmm when you set that foundation yeah and the other person knows i'm not attacking you yeah. i'm not saying that your sex is trash <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying our sex is trash i'm saying collectively <laughs> we trash as a unit, unit. <laughs> we can do we better. can do better we um yeah we uh yeah, yeah we could do better in that area yeah. now here's the thing that's uh, on, on this i was in walmart I love Walmart. Oh Lord, Wally World. Yeah, I was in Wally World, and so this young lady, I seen her, and she was like, "Hey, Miss Angela." I was like, "Hey," and we were talking about something totally different, and I was like, 
actually it was when I was shopping for um, the twenty three dollar anniversary gift. Oh yeah, yeah. And so she and she me and her were talking or whatever the case is, and she was like, "Oh my god, twenty three years! What you know? Give me, give me some hints, honey. Tell me how you do that, cause I'm I'm not that that far, whatever the case is. And one thing that I said to her, which was, I, we were talking about something totally talking about marriage or whatever, and she asked me a question. I can't remember what it was, but what I said to her is make sure that you give him a safe space to be vulnerable. Right. Because to win in this particular conversation, the other person and you have to feel safe to be vulnerable to tell the truth. Yeah. Right? Not only tell the truth, but tell what you like and what you want. But it's not the easiest thing to do because here's the thing. If you've been married a long time like we have, what I like 10 years ago or what I maybe like last year is not the exact not same, the same thing, right? Because my body has changed. My mind has changed. My process has changed. Life has changed. You know, all these things have changed. And so you sit there and you got to make sure that the person that you're talking to and that you love that way before, like you said, you have advise them and they know that they do have a safe place to be vulnerable yeah. to have that type of conversation so so for that one i thought when he and i've read that i was like who fault is it who because no one wants to say it's their fault yeah no one wants no to take one, the blame no for one that. wants to take the blame for that so to, to make it easy let's just say we yeah let's just say we because no one and to kind of finish that thought off no one wants to be and once again mm -hmm. we're talking in general terms mm -hmm. for most no one wants to be the reason why the marriage is not working. Yeah. Whatever aspect of the marriage, mm -hmm. whether it comes to sex, whether it comes to finance, whether it comes to communication, mm -hmm. com um, like I'm not going to say commitment, but um, intimacy, whatever. Mm -hmm. No one wants to be the reason right. why it's not working properly. Mm -hmm. So, and that's also, if you're the person that's initiating the conversation, mm -hmm. you have to be mindful yeah of how you because there's there's always there's always a right and wrong way mm -hmm. one of the things i i had a, a friend in high school um he was very he was a wonderful person mm -hmm. um very boisterous mm -hmm. um, very over the top mm -hmm. great guy i remember him to this day i've been out of high school decades a mm -hmm. couple of different decades um but one thing he also say it's you can tell someone to go to hell mm -hmm. and make them look forward to the trip. Mm -hmm. It all depends on how you say things. It's how you say it. And that verbiage has always stuck with me. Yeah. It's always been how you say things. Mm -hmm. So if you're the person that, that you feel that this conversation needs to be initiated, mm -hmm. stop for a moment. Mm -hmm. Think, plan out this conversation. Plan that conversation out. Choose your words very carefully mm -hmm. because you know your spouse right. better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. You know what will hurt them. Yeah. You know you will you know what will help them grow. Yeah. What will shut them down. Yeah. What will make them you know everything. Yeah. So be very careful. Mm -hmm. And not saying don't have the conversation. Right. I'm about to say you still have to have that yeah. conversation. And though. not saying as as the youth of America like to say now, um, your truth. Speak your truth. Mm hmm but it's all in the way that you approach it, yeah. that you approach your truth. Your truth. If that yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. Another thing that, um, so we're going to get on money for a few seconds. Okay, let's, yeah, let's go back so, and forth. Let's go um, up talking about money. Um, one of the persons said, the reason why it's so difficult to have that conversation about money because there's no common way that we each each individual is taught about money, right? right? So each person is coming in, even if you have the conversation, they're saying you're still coming from a different perspective of how you were taught to do money, right? right? And so there's no easy to way to do it because if you're a person who is a saver, then it can seem as if you're a controller of the money, right? right. Especially if you're the only one working or you make the most money, right? right. And so, and you're saving. the primary breadwinner. Exactly. And, and, and neither of you both, work and you're saying I'm a saver I'm the say what a saver so it seems like there's some type of control right there right. so they were saying that that's super hard to have that or if you are a spender again you feel controlled because it's all because when it comes to money there's always a play on control for it some really reason, is right it really is and there's so always a power struggle, there's a, a power, power struggle exactly yeah and so you look at that and you're like if you're a spender and the person is a saver so you're trying to control my money i make my own money this are, is what i do are you a spender you're made to feel irresponsible exactly, exactly. for your spending habits. Exactly. No matter how no matter how you may research, no matter how you may do things, mm -hmm. if you're a spender, if you're labeled a spender, right. for some reason people always think spending mm -hmm. 
is synonymous with irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. When a lot of it, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. It's really not. But right. I'm trying to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're fine. So we. So the conversation when they had that when was making that statement was, how do you really deal with that? Because for a few for a few minutes, you both can be savers. Right. They got together. They're gonna be savers. Say I don't know why I can't say this word right now. Savers. Okay. Um and all that. But sooner or later, the real you is gonna come out. Is gonna come out. Right. And at this point, now the person who you've been saving with trying to figure out what's going on with you, what happened in your life, like what's going on, because you didn't talk about the way you were raised when it came to spending money. Right. And so how do you do that? Because I know for us, I'm a huge saver. I've always been a saver. I'm a huge spender. And you're a huge spender. Mm -hmm. And but then I realized the background of it all. Right. Mm -hmm. You were that way because why? I know I can say why I was the way I was, but why? Why were? Why are you a huge spender? Because I didn't have anything coming up. Bingo. I had the basic necessities. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say I didn't have anything, let me rephrase that. For everybody, be all and yeah, up and on the whole family. Let me rephrase. Everybody that. calling. I had I had the necessities mm-hmm. and a couple of things that I wanted. Okay, is what I had. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, so always had a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. Always ate. Mm-hmm. Lights were never out. Mm-hmm. Those basic necessities of life we had. Right. Um, it wasn't a lot clothes of clothes on your back. Maybe not what you like. Right. I had clothes. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what I would have chosen for myself. Right. But I had clothes. I never went naked. Right. However, once I got to a certain stage in life, mm-hmm. those things I had to do my own. Mm-hmm. Like any clothes I wanted, any shoes I wanted, deodorant. Basically, once I became old enough to work, that was it. Those became my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of things in my younger years mm-hmm. that I wanted, that I wanted to do, that I did not have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. So once I started making my own money mm-hmm. and making my own decisions on what I wanted, right. I got what I wanted. That was it. I, that was it because because in my mind, I went without for so long mm-hmm. of the things that I want, not the things I needed, mm-hmm. but the things I wanted. That you deserve it. That I deserve. Mm-hmm. And so once I started making my own money and can make right. those decisions, at that point, it's like all bets are off. Right. Because and we've talked about this before. I don't look at price tags. You don't. I don't really care about a price tag. Right. Because I already know what I'm spending in my mind before I walk into a store. Mm-hmm. I already know what I'm going to buy in. Right. So what I'm looking at price tag for. Right. Whatever the cost is, I'm willing to pay that cost right. for it. Which for us <laughs> became an issue <laughs> because that's not, how, that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. But... And we learned, we had to learn. We had to learn. That there were some conversations that we had to have. We had a lot of them, y'all. A lot of them. Lot. Like, and you started this, and that's what I love, because also, at the end of the day, and we've had this conversation before, when it comes to a lot of different things in life, mm-hmm. my wife and I are polar opposites. We really are. <laughs> we are almost the true definition of yin and yang. Hey, seriously. Where I push, she pulls. Yes. Where I pull, she pushes. hmm and moon blue not today it's red for me (laughs) (laughs) so so it was some it was a lot of difficult hard conversations Mm -hmm. and one of the conversations we had to have similar to what we have now is Mm -hmm. not only what is your thought of money Mm -hmm. what is your relationship yeah with money because it's so important because everyone has a relationship with money whether they believe it or whether not. they believe it or not mm-hmm. everyone has a relationship with money mm-hmm. and unfortunately in our west in our western civilization mm-hmm. we're taught money is everything yeah absolutely so whether we want to believe it or not mm-hmm. we're taught money is everything mm-hmm. and so because of that and kind of the push and pull because we're also taught that money is power mm-hmm. so quote unquote the more money you have the more power the more power and who controls the money controls controls the power uh-huh. and so we've got that totally screwed and we've got that totally misunderstood and so there's a lot of people out here saying okay well I'm gonna accumulate I, I hold the purse mm-hmm. so I hold the power right when that's not the case exactly especially not in a marriage Mm-mm. it has to be a partnership we have to talk about we have to talk about this thing yeah. I need to know how you feel about this decision yeah. you need to know how I feel about mm-hmm. this decision and we need to make a decision yeah because a lot of times in the beginning of all of this our conversations our um, highly um flowered conversations were more so that the word of the day flowered flowered conversations was me saying no and him saying but why not that i work i work every day that hasn't really changed though <laughs> i work your favorite word is still no <laughs> i work every day why can't i have it that's your default setting but 
the reason why he did not understand is because he gave me the books. I didn't do the books. He didn't do the books. And so he gave me the books and gave me the power of the books. And when I would try to get him to get involved in the books, y'all all know about the 15 minute financial meetings. That. That's how we got to the 15 minute financial meetings. Once he understood, oh, I'm going to have to save for this one. Well, then he understood the hold process. On, hold on just for a quick That sir. took a minute. So for our new family members, what my wife was referring to, so my wife is a numbers person. Mm -hmm. She loves numbers. She should have been an accountant. Numbers to be and paper. With her. Numbers yeah. and paper. So she loves she loves numbers. <laughs> she loves finances. She just whatever she can learn and 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 get from it. She loves it. Mm -hmm. I'm not that person. I'm not. I'm. I don't want to talk about finances all mm -hmm. the time. I barely want to talk about finances. Period. <laughs> and so what would happen is that my wife would have what I call these impromptu financial okay, I think meetings. Going to say that. And it's like we're. We're really not talking about anything. We're I, washing the dishes or, or watching television, and one and all of a sudden now she wants to have this hour long financial meeting. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not even a. I'm not even in a, a mental state to do this right now. <laughs> and then she would get upset with me because yeah, I don't understand why he's not on the same page with me. This, right? Because this I is did, for our, this is for our life. Yeah. That <laughs> that I didn't want to do this, and it was like, and at one point she would do this like three or four times a week. <laughs> like just out the blue we having these hour long meetings so I was like okay we need and it became a, it, it developed a lot of friction yeah it was a lot of friction a lot that. of friction in our marriage over money yeah so we had to have an honest conversation it was mm -hmm. like oh she was like okay babe you understand this is important to me we have to do this we have to have these meetings mm -hmm. I was like okay I get that but these impromptu hour long meetings is not gonna work for yeah. me so we got to the scheduled 15 minute meeting baby don't you do 16 minutes you he gone you lost me at 15 his and a half his mind is gone 15 and a half I'm gone his mind, his mind done left the building yeah but and I can do as many 15 minute scheduled meetings as mm -hmm. you want to do yeah. as long as you schedule it with me first yeah. mm -hmm. and so and that worked for us that may not work for everybody but that worked for us did it work for us and it became better and then what happens is also my wife's favorite philosophy tell them tell the family what your favorite philosophy of marriage is what whoever does it better do it exactly <laughs> so with her she she just does it it's not that i can't do it because he can when i just forced. don't want to mm -hmm. yeah i mean i know when the bills are due i know how to pay the bills i know how to budget i know how to do all that mm -hmm. it's just not my lane he, I, he doesn't like it it's not my lane i don't like can i do it yes do mm -hmm. i want to do it no mm -hmm. she does it better plus i trust even though if I'm honest, I'm embezzling y'all. She's embezzling from Crenshaw Corporation. I'm so I'm just saying. I'm not embezzling and Maybe I should have said that on the airwaves in case some feds are listening. But I'm just saying. She's embezzling. She's embezzling from the Crenshaw but Corporation. I'm not. But it's, it was difficult to get here because, again, we were raised totally different. Yeah. I was raised with parents who were savers. Saved jugs and jugs of change. Right. Save, which we do now. We do. Um, we got five different change yeah, for different reasons for different reasons right yeah we have you know so it's just that i was just raised differently they believed in just having money having available my dad has just he he called people don't get offended he would call what he called his jewish bankroll which is a hundred singles mm -hmm. he never spent it he never touched it but he had to have it he had right. to always know that it was available just in case just in case he always had an emergency fund and all of these things and so the reason why I believe that this is so important because, and just putting a little my parents' business out there, my my dad passed away, but um, I did not realize that my dad was the force behind all of that until he passed away. Until he passed away, yeah. And when he passed away, I realized that he was the force. He was the driving force behind. He it. He was the driving force because my mom, once it was over, she just she she just she cute. a spender. She a spender. Mommy is. She's a, a spender. spender, and so and we saw that big time when he passed. We're like, hey, why we got these seven wigs <laughs> over QVC late you at really night? You really gonna put mommy business? Just out put the street, yeah, huh? she'll kill me later. You know, but we had to really think about that. And so there's always gonna be one or the other, but they complement each other. Yeah, they do. And and so for 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 us. We had to, he had to know where I came from. I came from spending. I'm not spending. I came from saving. I came from making sure I had a certain amount of money in the bank all the right. time and all of those things. And he was like, "Yeah, but I didn't. I came from living paycheck to paycheck. We never, like, we never had money. So why am I thinking about money? Yeah, he was like, "What? what yeah. Why we discuss? What we because discussing were, it? And that was another thing. We never growing up in my home, kind of 
going back a little bit mm-hmm. since we're talking about finances, we never discussed money. Yeah. We that that was never a time. Once mm-hmm. again, we didn't have it. So what are we discussing? Mm-hmm. You can't talk about something you don't have. Yeah. So we didn't. So um, learning how to save, learning how to invest, mm-hmm. learning how to budget, learning. Yeah. Nah. In my home growing up, it was I got this amount of money. Mm-hmm. I got more bills than money. Right. So I got to figure out the little bit of money I have, who it needs to go to. Pay Peter to pay Paul. Wait. Rob Peter to pay, pay Paul. Paul. Mm-hmm. And then make a payment arrangement for the rest. Yeah. yeah like yeah. that was even coming into our marriage, that was my first default. I was all right, like, let me just go a payment arrangement. I was like, we don't do this. What in the that was, holy that's world? All I, that's all I knew. Right. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. So the fact that God has blessed us to the point, I don't even think. Right. That's not that's not our life anymore. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It's and but once again, it became that difficult conversation. Yeah. Because like most people, we were raised differently. differently. And when you're raised, because unless you didn't marry your sister, <laughs> you was raised different. You was raised differently. Now we didn't have a discussion. It is just what they did. Right. Like we went to uh, Pathmark, and it, it, and my parents would go food shopping. With a list and a calculator, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm so sick. That was all like, pop. I know and that was pop. With a, I'm like, why? And and I can do it in my head now. I do it now, even in the store. I'll be like, two, 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 because I'm old. Because my dad was never one. If it was two fifty nine, it was three dollars. Right. He wasn't. He if it was two twelve, it was three dollars. Because that's how. Because he was an accountant, so he knew how to run these numbers. And so I just watched that as a younger and was like, oh, okay thinking to myself at first that well maybe because we broke maybe because we don't but he they knew the number they was going to use regardless it's a hundred dollars make the hundred dollars work make it work so we got to calculate because before we get to the register if it's over something's going to go bad you know and you and so it was if they i never saw them like have a discussion about money but i saw them budget I saw them like soon as one bill come in, it it got to go out. It, right. it it it's got to go. I even saw my grandparents do that. Like there was never um, a bill that came in that didn't go out. Even when my parents, um, my dad, he always made every bill was American Express bill to him. That was my grandfather. Every see the old school knew the deal. They yeah, knew the was, deal. There was no such thing as. The first of the month, every, I don't care when it's due. First of the month, everything I paid. It got paid. Mm-hmm. Everything was due the first of the month. It was American Express. It was American card. Express. <laughs> everything was due and the first I mean of the month. I mean, pay everything, not everything. no part, nope. all of it. Everything. Every single I thing. I don't care that Duke was Duke Power at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't care Duke Power said my bill is due on the, on the 15th. Nope. Mm-mm. First of the month, it's getting paid. Get you. In a, in, and this is the, the part. I don't know how we got here, but with a check and an envelope and yeah. a stamp. Everything got mailed off. Everything got mailed off. What mailing? Sat down. Yep, sat, sat down, down. Write out the check. Put the envelope in. Yep. Drop it in the post With the little payment slip. Yep. Go on about your business. Go on about your business. Listen. And do your register. And do your register. So a lot of things, and I'm going to be saying this because I just want you to remember, you may not have, they may not have said it to you, but they showed you. And yeah. that's how you know you're coming from two different perspectives and how it is can be to to have that conversation and bring both perspective because of Sanchez I am able to loosen up are you yeah don't do, do, don't do that baby I'm just okay I be loosening up it's news to me <laughs> it's not you learn something new every day you know I loosen up <laughs> okay you're not as quick to say no and I do spend money I loosen up you're not as quick to say no so now it's where before I even got the question out <laughs> Before I put the question mark on the end of the sentence, <laughs> you were saying no. But tonight. Now it's you let me get the question out. You pause for about thirty seconds. Don't do that. And then you say no. No, sir. This these last three years have been the year of Sanchez. It has. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's I can't. been because yeah. he taught me too. Because when you have those conversations with each other in reference to finance, even though they're hard, you may find a way to compromise, and you may find a way that works for both of you to kind of loosen yeah. up. And you don't because you don't. <laughs> Because with money, again, the reason why it is one of the top things for divorce is because it's a power struggle. Yeah. Again, we just said that earlier. It it's is. a power struggle, and it should use, not be. A lot of the times, we'll use finances as a weapon. Yeah, and yeah. it's not. And it's not good. It's and not good. Also, it's just like with everything else. It's it's learning how to take her traditions, mm-hmm. your traditions, mm-hmm. and make your own. Right. And a lot of the times, also, it's. People don't realize, well, people do realize, but they don't talk about it a lot. 
there are two forms of communication. Mm -hmm. There's direct communication mm -hmm. and there's indirect communication. communication. There's things that you straight tell a person mm -hmm. and then there's things that are implied and things that you see by their actions. Right. And what happens is a lot of times we don't have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to finances, right. we don't have those conversations. All right, baby, when you were growing up, what, what did you learn directly from your parents when it came to mm -hmm. finances, when it mm -hmm. came to money, what conversations did you guys have? Right. On the flip side, what indirectly did you learn? Mm -hmm. Like with me, everything when it comes to finances, I didn't learn anything directly from my family mm -hmm. when it came to finances. Mm -hmm. Because once again, we never talked about finances. Right. Everything I learned was indirectly from my family. Yeah. And unfortunately, 90% of what I learned mm -hmm. indirectly from my family did not serve me well mm -hmm. when it came to growing up, how I handle things. Yeah. Because I ended up, I ended up putting myself in a in a lot of different bad positions financially mm -hmm. that I never should have if the conversations were had. Right. And then that's what married couples do. Yeah. Because what happens a lot of the times with married couples, mm -hmm. the reason the reason they're having these battles or these disagreements or these arguments mm -hmm. is because they've put themselves in bad situations financially mm -hmm. because they did not have the conversations. Station ahead of time right. to prevent it and then that's when the power struggle comes in yeah. because they didn't have the conversation okay we want kids mm -hmm. but who's going to stay home mm -hmm. is anyone staying home mm -hmm. if they do stay home what is that going to look like mm -hmm. financially what is that going to look like mm -hmm. do we do you believe in daycare are we doing daycare mm -hmm. are you do you want to be a stay-at-home mom do you want to be a stay-at-home dad because it works both ways and what, do, and what does it absolutely look like and what like? does it look like and then yeah. financially if if you're if the person if one of the spouses is stay at home, mm -hmm. the person that's in the workforce, mm -hmm. do you want that full responsibility mm -hmm. of being the sole provider yeah, of the family financially? Because I think sometimes we don't we don't say enough about that mm -hmm. the pressure and the stress mm -hmm. that that puts on the person. Yeah, that one person. That one person because. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be funny, but we always want to say how hard it is for the person that stays home mm -hmm. because they're dealing with the kids all day and not, and not just whether it's a male or a female, mm -hmm. or how difficult it is, you know, because everybody's heard raising kids is the most hardest job in the world, blase, mm -hmm. blase, not to take anything away from child rearing, mm -hmm. but we don't want to talk about a lot, the stress that it puts on the person mm -hmm. because now any move they make when it comes to finances affects the entire family mm -hmm. so they could be stuck in a job they don't want to be in but it pays the bills that they needed to mm -hmm. be they can maybe they want to do something different but they're afraid to do it because mm -hmm. i don't want to interrupt yeah what the family's doing mm -hmm. so a lot of the times we don't talk about that's those stressors mm -hmm. and then that leads to the family falling apart because now they're stressed yeah now this is crazy that you're saying this because the, the next point that i have here that someone said was um the, the the thought process of not making enough money or running out of money or not being able to sustain the lifestyle um, that they had before. So that puts pressure on a person that a person that's making the money, which is basically what you just said, yeah. what you actually just said. And so you don't want to have the conversation because if your significant other, whether whoever, and you both could be working um, says to you, we don't make enough money, right? Like, like we can't pay the bills. The other person's gonna feel like, okay, I'm not making enough money. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm because not, that's what they hear. I'm not doing enough. I don't make enough, yeah. and it makes them feel very insecure about that too. So who? It's like me going to say, hey, babe, listen, we gotta do something because we ain't making. You know, we always in the hole every single month. Yeah. What you heard was, even though we're both working, I'm not enough. You're not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. You don't make enough. Yeah, I don't You're, make enough. You don't make enough. You're yeah. not doing enough. That's all I heard. Yeah, and so you don't want to have that conversation either because, or the person who's making the less money, right? If we're not making it, that means not not the person who's making the most money, but the brother, you, you need a second. You know, I feel like, let me go find another job. Let me go find, I dropped my pen. You did. Let me go find another job. Let me go do something different. I'm not make. So it makes the other person feel like they are, they're not making a significant. Enough contribution. To the family, right? Yeah. And so that's why the conversation doesn't want to happen either because you don't, and it, here's the thing that's so beautiful about love, that we're so busy, and we say this all the time, you're so busy taking care of the other one that you're not taking care of them. Right. Because you don't 
want to say to the person that we need to make more money knowing they make much less than you do so it makes them feel a certain type of way you don't want to make them feel a certain type of way so you prefer to just live paycheck to paycheck or stay in the red or the negative because you don't want to have that conversation but that doesn't take care of each other you're trying to take care of each other but you're not really taking care of each other if you're in the hole every month or if you're not making it the way that you need to so that's a conversation to have to say we you know I had a young lady ask me about finances before and talking about how much everybody was making and I always say to her well if you're making 13 an hour and he make it y'all making 26 dollars an hour that's what you're making 26 dollars she was like collectively together she was like well I said y'all make 26 dollars an hour can you live off 26 dollars an hour and tell me how Right. And she was like, wait a minute. I never even thought about that. But that's the truth. Right. So we have to look at it in a different perspective. But we're so fearful to have those conversations because we don't want to be technically the bad guy or the guy that doesn't do enough. Put it like that. That doesn't have enough or do enough. And that that mm. goes back to uh, once again, kind of what we touched on earlier is that if you're the person, if you're the person that feels the need to initiate the conversation, Mm -hmm. you got to be careful. Yeah. And once again, we're not saying don't have it. We're not Please saying, have it. yeah, we're not saying, well, just keep it bottled up. And no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all because the conversation has to be had. Mm-hmm. But once again, you have to have it in a way where a your partner's not feeling attacked. Mm-hmm. You're not blaming, mm-hmm. and you present it in a way. This is not a you have to figure it out thing. It's a we. This is a we need to figure out yeah. what can we do what can better we do what better? can what can we do what adjustments and and it starts with a hard conversation with yourself a mm-hmm. lot of the times yeah. and that's another reason i think we don't want to have these these type of conversation mm-hmm. whether it's sexual or finances mm-hmm. is because to initiate the conversation mm-hmm. you've had to have a conversation with yourself yeah they really have thought about this thing and if you want to do it properly mm-hmm. you have to have a hard conversation with yourself first yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and figure out what because we always want to talk about it's a whole big thing now bringing something to the table right that's the question you know well what do you bring to the table what do you bring into the table what we fail to realize with that Mm -hmm. that's a negative and a positive Mm -hmm. because sometimes you're bringing positive things to the table Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're putting your feet up on the table yeah you're bringing all kind of bad manners Mm -hmm. so and a lot of the times we don't want to have that like with the sexual conversation right I don't want to have a conversation with myself and be like, my sex is trash. <laughs> like we're not our sex Bruh, life. You gonna have to get one more move. Yeah. Bro. You know what you I'm know? saying? I gotta, I gotta learn a new trick or something. <laughs> right. Exactly. And maybe instead of stroking to the right, I stroke to the left. <laughs> right. Something, you know? just something, something. something, but no, nobody wants to sit down and have that honest conversation mm-hmm. with like, well, it, it, it can't be me. It has to be them. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's, this is a partnership. If it ain't right, you both contributing to it exactly but a lot of times we don't want to have that conversation so we just we don't want to have it with ourselves Mm -hmm. so we don't have it with our partner yeah and it's scary it's you know it's it's scary to look at self first of all and oh very and it's and it's also scary to know that and and this is the part that blows my mind is to know that you've grown right yeah you've been married 10 years y'all have grown yeah whatever you thought you were doing that don't work no more at all you're gonna have to try something else you're gonna have to do something else you're gonna have to think about something else and so and that's sexually or financially you have to make some changes you have to do some things to bring you up to the level that you want to be at and then another thing when it comes to finances is what level of final financial do you want to be right yeah because everybody want to Contrary everybody don't want to be a millionaire. Everybody don't want to be rich. They, they don't. They just don't. They want to be comfortable. And that's okay. And I think people need to understand, too, what we learned. Because when we first started out, we just want to be a millionaire. Get that money. Get that. Take our power back. You know, that that was when about 10, 12, 13 years ago. You know what we want right now? Freedom. Freedom. You know what we want right now? Options. That's all I want. And you know what we want right now? Our time back. Yeah. I, wanna, I, I want to buy my time yeah. back. I want enough money. To buy my time back. back. I want enough money to buy, have options. Yeah. Whatever whatever that amount of money looks like. I just I want enough money to, if I don't feel like it, I ain't got, got to. to. Period. That's it. Period. And so you got to, when it comes to that, you got to know your money 
your money number, yeah. your your financial money number as you get older. What do you need? Especially when you're going to 40 and 50, what does your retirement money look like? What does it look like? And, and, and start now if you're 30 or 20. And start now. Start now the, if you're 16. 16. Yeah, start now if that money, retirement money is right. Start now and have those. Thank you for saying that because also have those conversations. Don't allow your children to have children, your children to have the conversation that we're having. Well, they never talked about money. They didn't show me. They didn't show me what to do with the money. No, 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 no. Don't let them have that conversation. Don't be embarrassed. Mm-mm. No. Don't don't be because a lot of the times what happened too mm-hmm. is that parents won't have these. The reason my family didn't have the conversation with me about money because mm-hmm. they were embarrassed. Mm. Because at that stage of their life, mm-hmm. they thought they should be further along. Yeah. They thought they shouldn't be in the financial situations they were in. Right. So they were embarrassed. Yeah. And because they were embarrassed, they did not have the 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 necessary conversations yes. with me. That they should have had the what not to do the what not to and do what to do if you right. can yeah and if and if they don't know let's learn this together yeah let's learn it together yeah so I, so I can be in a better situation mm-hmm. and so you will never have to, to be, be in a situation. situation exactly so and I say that so for the parents who may not be financially where they want to be mm-hmm. do not be embarrassed no still have the conversations with your kids what whatever you've learned so far give it to them teach them teach them. How how else are they going to know? Yeah. Teach them. H- help them learn. And then you guys learn together. Yeah, there is nothing wrong Mm-mm. with a parent and a child learning something together. Well, you do it already. If you help them with that homework, that new math. Yeah. Y'all learning together. And can, uh, school system, <laughs> can you stop changing math every three years? Could you? I'm just saying. And the same thing with 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 the intimacy and the, and the sexual aspect of it too. Write down maybe a uh sexual bucket list maybe or something that you want to try or, or say hey babe can we try something new together and let's find it. We're so, not talking about with the kids on this one. Yeah, we we, 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 we don't change, change. We don't I hope y'all saw the the, the switch flip y'all. Yeah, the, we the flip. switch flip, the switch no, flip. Don't be sitting down with your kids doing the sexual bucket <laughs> list. That's creepy. Don't do that. But, you know, even if it's just one thing, right, and just bring it to each other, it's like, hey, baby, let's bring one thing different that we can do intimate, in, intimately and see what we can come up with for fun, right? Yeah. And, 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 and work it that way. But I'm telling you, when I was talking to everybody about it, it was like, it is just a hard, you, and again, you, another thing they said to me too, and I think you said it too, no one wants to be the initiator. No one wants to initiate these. Somebody gonna have to not be the punk in the marriage, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. In the relationship. Somebody gonna have to be the thug the thug passion at this point. Not the thug passion. <laughs> Somebody got to be thug passion at this point and come on in and let's have this real conversation. You know what I'm saying? And again, most people are like, well, we always have this conversation. Revisit it because I promise you some things have changed. I promise you. Because you some things changed. have changed. Because you've changed. Yeah. They've changed. Come Nobody, on now. First of all. Nobody is the same as they were last year. No, I know I'm not. Yeah, you've you've had to learn something different, something changed, mm-hmm. something you used to like, you didn't like your body. It's like my wife said earlier, your body's changed. Yes, uh, you now you're ticklish in the spot that you you wasn't ticklish in before because your right. body chemistry has changed. <laughs> right. So something's changed. Something so has changed. And if you want your marriage to be long term and successful, mm-hmm. you have to. There's a continual. Okay. Uh, I talked about this person before. There's an individual in my life. Uh, my he is my brother cousin, mm-hmm. cousin brother. You crack me up with you and him. Yeah. So Junior, um, Junior and I are we're pretty much twins. We were bo- we were born exactly thirty days apart. Mm-hmm. So his birthday is November twenty seventh. Mine is December twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, same height, same build. Same yeah, crazy. pretty much the same. Same crazy, but same, anyway, same crazy. <laughs> um, at no point in our life have we ever lived in the same city. Mm-mm. So much we've never lived in the same state Mm-mm. in any of our lives. But we even have the same career. Yeah, but there is no one. The only person that's as close to me on this earth is my wife. That's it. But the reason I say this is because him and I have been having one continual conversation. <laughs> I've never heard of this thing in my life. All of our lives. All the time. We talk constantly and we'll go and sometimes we'll go two, three years without talking. And then we'll, and then that's first where we talk every day, but we've been having, it's never a new conversation. It really isn't y'all. He's not lying. It is one continual <laughs> conversation such about life. that we've been having for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say in a marriage, 
there has to be continual conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a continual thing mm-hmm. that you're always have your your lines of communication are always open mm-hmm. and you're always having a conversation you're the conversation doesn't stop you're just bringing new topics into the conversation mm-hmm. and you can't be always clutching your pearls y'all yeah and Lord. and give give them the freedom to just be honest brutally honest mm-hmm. take your I have a I had an old boss his favorite line was put your emotions in your pocket mm-hmm. put your feelings in your pocket actually what he used to mm-hmm. say sometimes in a conversation with your spouse you got to put your feelings in your pocket and that's hard and understand that even though they may be talking about you mm-hmm. it's not personal mm-hmm. it is their perspective and they're telling you what they need from you right because the only way I can tell you what I need from you I got to tell you that what you're present what you're presently doing may not be beneficial for, for me. me exactly and it's not saying that you're a bad person right it's not saying that you're not a good spouse it's not saying that I, that i don't love you it's not saying that you don't love me mm-hmm. it's just saying in this particular area yeah this particular thing yeah you do 99 you do 99 things right mm-hmm. but it, one but this one thing, thing it doesn't sit well with me yeah absolutely. and i should have the freedom and the safety and the, and the safety to say Hey babe. Yeah. I love you, but this thing, yeah, is not working for me. Can we it, talk about it? Yeah. Can we work? Can we figure out how we can change this? Yeah. Because it's not working for mm-hmm. me. And not a situation where I say, "Babe, you know, when you do this." Mhm. And then she comes back, "Well, well, when you do this." Mm-hmm. And then, "But you did that." Yeah. And then, "Well, well, I only do it because you We've been down that road. Yeah, we've, we've been, been there. And now an open and honest conversation got shut down. Got shut down and now we're in a battle. No resolve. Because now instead of me saying, Well, babe, this is what I need from you, this is turning to me having to defend myself yeah. because everything is now an attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we're so busy yeah. telling each other exactly. not what we need, mm-hmm. but we're so busy telling each other what you've done. Yeah. And anytime you approach any human being I don't care who you are. With the concept of you done, you done, you done. It's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap at that it's point. It's a wrap. I think I want to just bring something across, um, what you was just talking about. So I have a doctor that, um, and I guess he's like a very famous, whatever doctor, whatever the case is. So no matter where I go, if I say his name or ask anybody's opinion, they go, surely. First of all, he's a great doctor. He's right. amazing. And so therefore, best in, his field. best in his field. So surely he asked you about this or surely he did this and surely he did this. And and I'm looking at them like, I'm asking for a second opinion. I heard his, now I want yours. Not from his perspective of what you think of him, right? but hear me and hear what I'm trying to say. And I finally found a doctor that said to me, he is a fantastic doctor, but he may not have been the doctor for you. And it changed my thought process with everything. Right. Like, yes, I am a good wife. I'm a fantastic wife, but this particular area may not be good for for Sanchez right so you're a great wife you're this you're that yeah 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 and I am but if he says that that just means in this particular area that I'm not good at in that particular area and how do we how do we fix that how do we how do we work through that and it, when people have a deaf ear to stuff when you have a deaf ear because then like everybody had a deaf ear to what I was saying yeah right could not hear me because he was so wonderful. He's so great. He's been doing it for this amount of years and he's been da 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 and all these accolades and da da da. And I'm saying, okay. But we take it one individual at a time. One individual at a time. Right? So in your marriage, in your relationship, you're taking it one situation at a time. At a time. And so where I may be great in 99, that one I am not, that doesn't take away from my greatness. It just says in this particular situation, in my marriage, in my relationship, I need to work a little bit on this area. Yeah. But it doesn't take any of the 99 away from me, right? So we have to remember that we have to have these conversations. We have to have a second opinion. So the second opinion is when you go to your spouse and say, hey, we need to talk about this because we already had a first opinion and it's not working. Right. So now I'm going to the second opinion. Second opinion is what would work, babe? What 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 could we do better? How can we do? Because now we're second pinging each other, right? Yeah. To see what will work in this particular situation, if that makes sense, right? No, it makes perfect sense. So yeah, so that's where I am with that. Yeah, I, I get think, 
I think that's a good place to end. I think it is. I think it is. I like that analogy. I think that's a good place Thank to end. Thank you. Thank so, you. So, what's your final? Th- was that your final thought? You I got think, a final thought? I for mean, baby, I don't think I can top that. Nah, you can't top that. <laughs> you can't top that at all. I could try, but I know you will top it. But carry on. No. Come on, I'm not gonna you top always it. give me this. Um, it's gonna be certainly something simple. No, nah, so actually, deep. it is. It'd be it's deeper. Be... It'd be deeper than the raffle. No, no, no. It's gonna be extremely simple. See, here we go. No, it is. Okay, go, baby. I'm listening. It's gonna be. Talk to people mm-hmm. the way you want to be talked to. Mm. And it's really just that simple. Mm. And if you find this conversation hard to have with your spouse, whether it's the sexual conversation, whether it's the financial conversation, mm-hmm. if you're the person that has to initiate the conversation, mm-hmm. talk to people, talk to your spouse mm-hmm. the way you want to be talked to. Right. Because I'm pretty sure you don't want to be accused you don't want to be blamed. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be yelled at. You don't want yeah. to be spoken to in a condescending manner. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be made. You don't want to be made to feel small. Right. You don't want to feel. You don't want to be made to feel like you're uneducated. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that in a conversation you don't want for yourself. Right. So when you approach this situation, when you have the conversation, mm-hmm. talk to your spouse the way you want to be talked to. Yeah. And nine times out of ten that conversation will go properly. Yeah. If you just simply talk the way you want to be talked to. See, now you didn't give me a thought, babe. What's up? What you got? I'm I'm just going to piggyback over that. Also, you're not responsible for what they may say or how they may take that. Right. Right. Because you, Nine out of ten, they'll take it super well. But if they don't, don't feel responsible. Don't don't retreat. You're right? not responsible for their response. R- exactly. Don't retreat. Hear what they have to say and not retreat. Like you know what? Forget it. We're not going to have this conversation because right. that's what the enemy likes to have you both divided and confusion and confusion. So just be mindful of that too, as well. Beautiful. I think that's a good place to end you. it. I love you too, baby. Honey. You are amazing. I appreciate you. Happy, happy all kind of anniversaries. Three happy, years, all, baby. February is just love all the way around. Love all the way around, y'all. All the way around. Yeah, family. We thank you. We thank, thank you, you for listening. We thank you for spending this time with us. Mm-hmm. However, you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's um, Amazon Music, whether it's Google uh, Podcasts, uh, whether it's iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. As always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, which means we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. All under the Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcornergmail.com. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.